We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed, disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. Hi there, this is Jim, the Keys bartender, coming to you from Key Largo. I'm here with Jenna and Tyler Kelly. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello, everybody. This is episode 162 yesterday. Or, well, I'm going to release, I guess I'm going to release tonight because I said yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, was episode 161, and we did a recap of, I did a recap of the first 160 episodes. Not very much in detail. I left out the lady that had her... Jeanette, the one that had her false teeth stolen, <laughs> um, and and Don Canary, her boyfriend, the guy that held him hostage, uh, and there's a whole bunch of other things that happened, like uh, special guests that we missed. But I, how long can you do a recap of the show and stuff like that? That that it's was just, just to bring up the speed. I think every hundred episodes we should do some kind of recap or something like that, maybe. Is that too often? If we go to three, then it'll be every 200 episodes. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of like the greatest hits. You're right. Right. Yes, one of these days, the, like just a couple of weeks ago, we had um, blister bugs. And no one, uh, blister bugs look like lightning bugs, but if you smack them on you, their skin, uh, their, their... Yeah, like acid. Some type of... And they're like little it, body cavities. Yeah, and it gets, goes through a couple off. layers of your skin, and you don't even realize it till the next day. It does. And, it's and then a you nasty look, blister. Yeah, you look like you're a IV drug user yeah. or a leper, <laughs> <laughs> or have uh, Ebola, AIDS. They should uh, call Ebola. them Ebola bugs. Ebola Instead. bugs. Yeah. You look like you're fucking melting. That's right. <laughs> That's your skin's then. melting off. Yeah, I, I told you what happened in Gilbert. I did, and all of a sudden I had all these sores going up my arm and stuff like that. I was going to the gym. People were like, what the fuck is your problem, man? You know? So. Because you got a swoosh and that smack. That's, yeah. Swoosh. Well, there's people that live here their whole life that don't know about those bugs. <laughs> That's Last a weird thing about it. I imagine I, I, I mentioned, I what? Last year was the first time I ever saw them. And I didn't know what Same they year. were until. Never seen them until last year after the hurricane. Right. And he's lived here his whole life. So, but I think it, well, it happened to me like yeah, and I found out about it. And I talked to other people that like you, uh, Tyler, that came in, um, and, and and I mentioned it to him, and they said, "What the hell? What the fuck are you talking about?" There, and I said, "They're they're blister bugs. They they're only out. They're, I guess they're only out for a couple. Yeah, about an hour, maybe two. At most. I mean, but in for right a short dust. time, like only 
Well, they've stuck around for a long time this year. They're still around? Yeah. I was actually, uh, had one land on me this morning, I think, actually. That must be scary if you were like a sunbather and you had it land on your junk and you started getting blisters there and you didn't know about the blister bug. And you didn't put two and two together. You say, oh, that's where it's... You know. Not great. Time to go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. That's when you have skin sloughing off your, your penis. Uh, or if you wait until, like, you go meet with your girlfriend or something out after a date. Or your first date. Yeah, exactly. Your first date. Yeah. She reaches down and a bunch of skin comes off in her hand. Ew. Quickest way to ruin Yeah, there you go. Good night. I swear it's Day's nothing. over. It's nothing. It really isn't. They're, it's called... It's caused by blister bug. They're not real blisters on my penis, but they are. So it wouldn't bother you if you were to put your. No, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> maybe maybe you should call them herpy bugs. <laughs> yeah, they're horrible. They're they're a cruel uh, cruel joke by nature. But uh, they must be. I wanted to. Uh, I had a older gentleman come into. Uh, the catch, I almost said the Encore, where I used the word. They came in and he told me, we started talking about Everglade City. And he used to live there. And uh, if you're not familiar with Everglade City, folks, it's a city uh, north of here on the west coast of Florida in Collier County, not too far away from us, maybe about, it's 90 miles from Miami, because well, it's all the way on the east coast. The, the city would I be mean, the Naples, west coast. right? Like Naples, Naples, it's right? south of Naples. Yeah. Way, way south of Naples. But the county then, seat, I believe, would be Naples, just in reference. Yeah. yeah. And Everglades City uh, is, I think, at their high point, had about 620 people. Right around now, they report about 420 uh, people yeah. in, in 2017. The it was 400. Census, census the 2013 was 402. Yeah, I know. I saw one that said 2017 was 423 or something like that. And there, there were a fishing village until... Then uh, the National Wildlife, you know, started putting restrictions on stone crabs and all that to, you know, to preserve it. There's a reason. We had this discussion before. I don't know. The reason they put restrictions on fish is not because we have an overabundance. If we had an overabundance, they wouldn't, they wouldn't give a shit. Like, no one has any, uh, you know, qualms about taking lionfish because they're invasive species. Right. A lionfish, for so many people aren't frequently listeners, are from the it's from the it's uh, Indo-Pacific region of the world, and there's no natural predators. Though they are becoming predators, are becoming somewhat acclimated to eating some uh, some of the hammerhead sharks and groupers are starting to eat them. Well, now if anybody doesn't know what a lionfish is or what a lionfish looks like, if you were to ever see like Deuce Bigelow. Yeah. Male gigolo, and the guy, the weird guy, the gigolo guy that taps on the glass and has the fish in the, in yeah. the that's a lionfish. That's not a scorpion fish or anything? No, like that? that's a lionfish. So, of course, there were a lot of people had them, but they were like exotic from a different part of, you know, the world. And they would you know, keep them in. They're voracious eaters. They eat yeah. uh, young fish. Uh, they gulp them down. They don't have teeth. This gulp swam hole in them. Go eat until they're engorged, and they can clean out a reef system real quick. Well, they so that's also why are supposed to be excellent food, and it's excellent tasting fish. They are delicious. So I a know. lot of people like to eat lionfish, although you have to be really careful about how you clean them because yeah. I believe they have. It's not a neurotoxin per se, 
because it, it just gives you a sting and it's severe it hurts right they have but like a little it's denatured it, they have these spikes coming off them long long spikes like uh, 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 God what, what are the skewers you use um, for um, just oh, like kebab skewers yeah. they, they get I mean on the bigger ones they get to be like eight inches long and that's the part when you you stick your hand in it it supposedly hurts you feel like cutting your hand off but if you get stung by them, if you put it in really hot water, it alleviates it, or put ice on it. If you get, you, you put your hand right in ice, because either uh, the cold or the heat denatures the poison. So, but that's taken away from Everglades City. Everglades City was established in, um, it was around the Calusa Indians used to live there. I'm good at remembering stuff like that. And into, after, during the Civil War, uh, some people migrated, uh, it's 1873, I think, they migrated up to there and they settled in uh, Everglades City and made it into a fishing village. And it stayed there very small. And there was an interesting story about it. It seemed like a doomed town from the beginning because um, in, uh, I think they built their first school in 1895 and a tornado destroyed it in 1896. And then the second one they built was destroyed in a hurricane in 1910. So they, uh, Everglades City, and, and that sounds, you know, far apart maybe, uh, you know, 15 years, but it's not that far it's apart for it to be. They get hit, you know, they get hit by tornadoes, and then 15 years later you, the, the uh, school's taken out again. But over the years in between, it was very popular. Uh, it wasn't because Florida wasn't a big destination for travelers until the early 1920s. It was right after World War I where they had a big, um, there was a big land sale scam in uh, Florida. It was, they were selling swamp land like crazy to people up north. It was a big thing. It was their, it was their Enron, their, um, who was the guy, Bernie Madoff uh, pyramid scheme. They were selling land for uh, pennies on the acre, and it was unusable land. It can't be reclaimed and shit like that. And there was, um, I think at one point, uh, it wasn't until uh, 1930 that Miami, Miami's less, a little over 100 years old. Miami was just a railhead for the railroad that came down, and they were, they, it was a small town in so Flagler started building the railroad there. Miami had this 100th anniversary just about six years ago or something, around that, give or take. So this part, the western part of Florida, was even more sparse. You had Tampa. Tampa got built up from the uh, Spanish-American War because they put, that's where, where they did all the uh, staging for the troops and stuff like that to send to Cuba. So that's where Tampa came about, and Miami came about because of the railroad. And so for years, um, there was fishing going on at Everglades City, and then the population started filling out. You started uh, the, the 1920s, the 1930s, people started coming down to Miami, and uh, you had uh, Everglades City supplying uh, southern Florida and further north with uh, seafood. And then they had the restrictions put brought on by the national wildlife um, restrictions, whatever, about trying controlling the, the fishing grounds. And uh, 
you start hearing stories about in the late 70s that fishermen are being uh, uh, approached to by people on boats, small boats, say, can you, you know, would you mind helping us out? And they, they knew these fishermen knew the backwaters and stuff like that, and they started uh, bringing in marijuana and cocaine. They had an uh, unmanned airport inside it. The city is only, Everglades City is a little of a little over it's 1.13 square miles yeah this says it's 1.2 square miles which actually means that the 400 people that live there live in really close proximity to each other Mm -hmm. it's crazy yeah yeah so they um at one point so they kept on more people more people started getting involved in the drug drug trade down there where almost all the whole city government was involved and I think it was the year was 1983, uh, 200 state, local, and federal agents uh, came down upon this town of 600, and they arrested uh, 28 people, and they took over half, over half of the fishing fleet. They confiscated it. And it, it, it destroyed the town. Now... Uh, I'm not blaming the, the police force for destroying the town because these guys were involved with an illegal activity, obviously. But when there's so many, if down here in Miami, uh, on this side of Florida, uh, when they started uh, clamping down on the cocaine cowboys, Miami was a big enough city that when the, these cocaine dealers and smugglers and the, the, the you know, the middlemen and all the people that lived in, in Miami, when they started getting busted, it did ruin Miami because Miami had a huge tour, tourism industry, right? But Everglades City, to this day, is still kind of... It's uh, true. And I think, and I'll, we'll go a little further, and I actually, there's a person that we're going to bring on and we're going to get some, uh, we're going to have him on the show. And he's going to tell us stories about what happened. But... Uh, the one guy, the way he tells it is when the day in uh, 1983 when the cops came and uh, started rounding people up, he was sitting in on his front porch watching everyone happen, you know, get chased down, get arrested and stuff like that. They closed off all access to the, uh, to the town. They had uh, helicopters and all that stuff there. And Eventually, the guy that was watching, he was just waiting for them to come for him. And they did come for him eventually. And he got arrested. And matter of fact, I think the guy's name is Davis. One of the main guys' name is Davis. He goes by Clarkson right now. And he still lives in uh, Everglades City. He's in his, I guess, mid-60s. And he runs the airboat rides around there, you know, fan boats through the Everglades and things like that. Drug smuggling to airboat rides. Airboat rides, yeah. But he mentions, he mentioned to some reporters that he, he was able to get some, I don't know how he would say this in a, to, I don't know if he said it to a reporter, but he mentioned it to someone in a, at the breakfast place that, um, he was talking to some visitors and one of the visitors happened to be a reporter for a magazine, a writer for a magazine. And he mentioned that he took some of the money and put it in his kids' names, and and divorced, you know. So uh, they didn't confiscate all the money. And it, it, if you go to ever, if you ever get a chance to go up to Everglades City, it's, it's very quaint. 
up there, but it's a little run down and it's never really come came back. I don't think they invested a lot, you know, the cocaine money or the uh, the marijuana money. They, there was like millions and millions of dollars going through that town, probably buried in. The and then one of the guys, somewhere. one one of the guys mentioned that he couldn't take any more money because he had no other place to hide it. And that sounds like that American Made story, the one with Tom Cruise and. It looked like the kind of town that Everglades City was. I wouldn't be surprised if that was based on one of those stories. On, yeah, like on Barry Seal. Yeah, Barry Seal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was involved in that. But it was... Um, but Pablo Escobar was more in the 90s. Right? Both. Well, really? the big... When he hit it really big, and then they finally killed him in the mid-90s. Yeah. They had the, the Colombian... Special forces tracked them down, but that's South Florida and the, and the Keys, and we have our own. And I imagine the, the Joint Keys, Task Force. The Joint Task Force. The joint Task Force. Oh, you I saw think. the uh, oh I hunting. Know. It was called the documentary. It was called Hunting Pablo, uh, uh, Killing Killing Pablo Escobar. I think that was the title. I of actually it. watched Narcos. Oh yeah. And I learned a lot of Spanish from watching it because it is all. In Lay it on me. And it was just really cool. I actually was upset. Donde esta la la biblioteca? <laughs> <laughs> Where is the library? <laughs> mm-hmm. Donde esta? What's it called? El baño. That is the bathroom. Yeah. Yes. yeah any other lines you can like? I'm, right. I'm trying to. Well, it was actually, um, you know, because you muerta. Like that's why I was like, oh my gosh, and that word just keeps sticking in my head because you just means dead. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when they would talk to each other, they'd be like, oh, you got to kill this guy. You got to do this, whatever. And, but it was really cool how they actually portrayed Pablo Escobar because he was really kind of, they, the, the Colombians looked at him as if he was like a Robin Hood, you know, that steal from the rich and, and give to the poor. And he really did give back to a lot of them. And they, well, Yeah, but he also, he also brought down an entire passenger uh, jet right. full of innocent people oh, to kill one person. But there, there again a lot of the locals I mean they don't know all that stuff and there wasn't social media and all that much stuff yeah. back then but a lot of the locals really supported him you know they were willing to hide him they were willing to do all kinds of stuff to help the guy out yeah but, but they didn't have and the they... crazy part is like he would kill a guy for being an asshole but he would like not shoot you know like he wouldn't shoot a dog like he it was weird how that worked Hitler was like, the same way yeah it's, it's odd he loved, his, he loved his dogs yeah I, I love my dog but I wouldn't but gas people either. I will I tell like you that watching the whole thing of Narcos versus, versus watching the, like, you know, killing of Pablo Escobar or any of the other... you seen how... Well, you know, did you see how they finally got him? Oh, yeah, There's absolutely. a documentary. I it. was really it. interesting where uh, the U.S. used technology they provided to the uh, Colombians. And the Colombians used their special forces. They had special forces that they used... Actually, they used nepotism. To get people because they couldn't trust people that were related. The guy that was commander of the special forces, his son was his executive officer or something like that, which kind of makes sense. You know, you're not if, who are you going to trust? It was like the Untouchables. Right. Remember the Untouchables and and, and Sean Connery's uh, nephew was the guy that when they when Al Capone uh, put a hit out or you know Robert De Niro as Al Capone put mm-hmm. a hit out on Elliot Ness and his family. Um, um, Sean Connery got his nephew, uh, the, the ca- character, the Irish cop, got his nephew to take uh, the family away because he says, I trust him, he's my nephew. 
Right. Mm. Yeah, well, and then, like, Pablo's big downfall was when his, I believe it was his cousin. Well, his son now uh, refutes killed. everything he says. Oh, really? Yeah, his son apologized for all this stuff, and he said it was wrong. He understands. He sees it. He's not resentful. I guess he's moved on. Well, the crazy part, though, about when Pablo actually went down and after he was killed, his he actually told, he gave his wife, like, demands of saying, this is what to do if I die. At one point, and at one point, they had the him Cali in a hotel. Cartel. They had him in a hotel. They, the, the government had forces surrounding the hotel, and his family was in the hotel. And they were tracking signals because he was talking to his son, his done, then thirteen-year-old son, on uh, a satellite phone, maybe yes. or something like that. Yep. And they were tracking, they were picking it up. They were picking it up. Yep. And and then they tracked Pablo Escobar and. Uh, I there's some say that there was an American agent was the one that killed him. And he also used right wing paramilitary. There was the Los Los Lobos or something like that, or there was a gang of guys that were uh, right wing paramilitary. Which you know it's funny with um in, in South America and, and it happens here. You get in South America. You had uh, liberation theology. You ever hear that? Yeah. Uh, the Catholic Church got involved in it, and they said, "You know what? Rich people have been fucking around." And the Catholic Church was the first people to fuck around with people in South America, with the natives and stuff like that. When they started, uh, the conquistadors came over, and then with the conquistadors came the priests, and they were forcibly converting all the Indians and stuff like that. And they were using that slave labor in some of the uh, places to get all the riches back. And then they started colonizing it, and, they, and the intermarriage and all that stuff. And um, it was back in the late 70s, early 80s, the uh, Catholic Church, uh, some of the bishops started realizing, says, you know, we're supposed, to, <laughs> we're supposed to help the poor, not subjugate them. So they started going against the right-wing governments that were also complicit, somewhat complicit, in the drug trade. So it was... A, if you were anti-communist in South America, you got aid from the United States in the 60s and 70s. And a lot of horrible things happened and stuff like that. And I'm not right-wing, left-wing. But the left-wing people, the liberation theology, they started getting involved in drugs. Originally about, you know, Jesus and doing all this stuff. And they got in just as much as anybody. So when you ever hear about it, this is where I can, I do understand left and right-wing. I don't understand when people get all pissed off when they talk about socialist, communist. There, you got the whole. You got from Pol Pot, who was a communist, uh, agrarian communist in in Cambodia, and you got um, Fidel Castro and all this stuff. They were dictators, and then you got the right wing. You have Allende, you have Franco in Spain, you had Hitler, Mussolini, the Japanese during World War II. So. The There's a whole, uh, both of those extremes, I consider, uh, if you look at politics, especially in South America and these uh, second and third world countries, it's like a big circle. And the top one is where you have uh, a representative democracy, where you have... We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed. Disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU.
And we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them. And we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. Uh, a, a party in power, and then you have a loyal opposition. They're not guerrillas. They don't have to go into the, the forest and fight. They just disagree, and that's what they do in parliamentary democracies and representative democracies like we have. But in South America, they, you had the hodgepodge of uh, extremist left wing. Now it's left wing and right wing. Uh, uh, Brazil went right. Um, Venezuela's at the tail end. Venezuela just had, and, and, and we're in South Florida. There's a lot of Venezuelans down in uh, Miami right now. They bought a lot of property, stuff like that. And these were people that were allies of the previous administration. And then you had this guy, Maduro, who they just recently just had a, um, what, what did they just had a major power outage throughout the whole country. So they're, just, they're, they're having a power struggle. And that's the reason why oil prices are, are fluctuating, because Venezuelan oil comes through um, most of it, come, it, it gets refined up here, at least the stuff we traded. And we still traded with them hmm. for a while. Oil is, is funny, funny business with that. We didn't get along with a lot of people, but we still would buy their oil. The only oil we don't buy, now we don't buy Venezuelan, uh, Iranian oil. I mean, we buy When oil's on the market, it really doesn't matter. It's the world supply, and this is where we talk about um, prices and stuff like that. And we're in South Florida. We're near a lot of oil, right, where it's refined. Right and left wing governments have prov- provided to us. There's plenty of oil. It's just that when the market, when the, the world market sees a glut, they drop the price. When they see a shortage, they raise the price. And when they raise the price, people start watching their oil thing. And now with the advent, I know it doesn't uh, change what you guys, because you're boat people, and they don't have the uh, electric uh, motor up the far for the boats yet. Yet. Yes, they actually are coming a very long way. Um, my brother-in-law is oh, they're trying, five, six. Yeah, he's trying to convince us to uh, put solar-powered motors in our yacht. Yep. Rather than go diesel or gas again. And yeah, that's going to change the whole game. Yeah. The, 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 any, any disruption in the oil market is only going to drive uh, the electric vehicle revolution. And when I say vehicle, there's, we got motorcycles, we have mopeds, obviously cars. Yeah. Uh, China, um, and it, I did a little research on this, China has over 300,000 electric charging stations. Geographically, the mainland China and the lower 48 United States, same size. We have 66,000. They have 300,000. China's really big on that. People don't really understand that. That's going to be... Well, wasn't there somebody, uh, I think it was back in the 30s or 40s or 50s, um, that actually created a motor that ran off of water? Well, this is Stanley Steamer. There was a steam-powered one. You mean where they separated, where they used uh, electrolysis so. to separate the uh, hydrogen I and oxygen? I believe so, and then I guess uh, government or somebody got wind of it and actually shut him down. Um, We're going to save that for a conspiracy. Yeah. Because that's a conspiracy. Well, it is. Conspiracy is not, there's, conspiracy, just don't take it. When I say conspiracy, it doesn't mean they're false. 
Just no. some conspiracies are real, yeah. and some are Imagine crazy. The on the oil companies, yeah. yeah. You know, I, that's I, that's big companies. Right now, well, right now it's almost over when um, China's uh, doing more, spending more money on research and development on electric vehicles than they are using for oil exploration, and they're not looking for new oil markets anymore because they figure they have a they have a, a some. Some of their uh, their main automotive con- uh, company right now is now coming out with twelve different models of electric vehicles, where American lines have like one or two yeah. of the major ones. But Tesla and there's a couple other ones. We well, got to really catch up. That's the other thing is Tesla. I mean, Tesla is making tiles for your house that are solar panels. Yep. It's only a matter of time before they come up with something that the oh windows they got they got um, they, the next solar one. panel to where you never have to charge it. The problem is that is that um, you need more space right now to capture the right amount. That I, I we had this discussion uh, on there and to have a photovoltaic paint or whatever, and then have the glass. Yeah. There's a glass block they use that they can capture. Uh, uh, convert energy from the sun but uh, Florida is is somewhat catching up on it we're, we're the sunshine state you figure the places like Florida Nevada New Mexico fucking yeah. California well California's there yeah California's almost there and eventually and they're, they're, people joke about it that you're not going to be able to get your investment no it is only getting more efficient batteries are getting better yep. the ranges are 300 to 400 miles now on vehicles, the charging uh, time is uh, the, the the quick chargers now can get up to eighty percent in less than thirty minutes of a charge. So that's a rest stop and a bite to eat yeah. and use the bathroom, and then you're outgoing. Yeah. Where we're starting to see in our neighborhood, up until two years ago, there was only one charging station. Publix. No, there was only one charging station yeah. in all the Upper Keys, and that was at um, Baptist Hospital. But Publix, everybody's been curious about what's going on at our Publix. They're putting in charging stations. Yeah, and they're doing it, and they have it at Sundowners, uh, going to restaurants. I I have a feeling they did that just because they bought Teslas and needed somewhere close to. uh, (laughs) I think that's a great. No, but that's a. You know what? That's the reason. There's not that many electrical, like electric vehicles. No, but there's a lot of people. uh, Jenna, do you think? Let me see. I'm going to ask you a yes or no question. Will is. Are electric vehicles selling more and more each year? I'm sure. Is the pace picking up? Or is it staying the same? I don't know. What do you think? If I told you the cost, well, the ownership the cost, the ownership, the ownership cost of, of ownership. electric vehicle is, let's say, is uh, for fuel and all that, let's say it's drastically lower at this time. Right now, it's lower with the Model S from Tesla. And there's cars coming from China and Volvo has one coming out and there's some uh, some of these uh, foreign manufacturers are thinking instead of introducing one model they're going to try to introduce eight eight models that's a big deal when you have eight models and they show look at the cars um, look at the price of the car yeah mm-hmm. look at the price of the car you know how, how much does how, see if the cost of ownership how much does an enclave a Buick enclave which is like my Equinox it's, it's $28,000, right? Okay. $28,000. That's not an electric vehicle. That's a right. 
the internal combustion. A cheap what's a what's a moderately priced uh, mid-sized sedan cost nowadays? Twenty-seven. Twenty-five. Twenty-seven. Yeah, they get a thirty-five. You can get it now. That Model S is thirty-five thousand. Right, but okay. So if you were to take um, the price of let's say a Prius, mm-hmm. right? A hybrid. Yeah, like a hybrid. The hybrid's the worst thing in the world. You know why? Because both engines are underpowered. Well, absolutely. That's the problem with it. But now, you're they, paying more because they try to sell it to you as the cost of ownership is less. But it's absolutely the not electric true. vehicle, especially if you're hybrids financing done. it and you're paying interest on hi, it. Hi, hybrids are hybrids are done. Well, in 2018. Uh, Ford came out with the Focus Electric. Yeah. And the price tag on that one was starting at 29. 29,000. Which is ridiculous. No, but it's it's getting in the range where it used to be 80,000 and now Tesla's talking they their original uh, cars were 80,000, now they're in the 30s. Now they're in the 30s. That's a drastic drop. And they're just and And how much If you look at it, the luxury you, you don't, wait, you don't have to replace them Absolutely as Absolutely you do. No, you don't have to replace them as frequently as you think they, you do now. They're not. They're, they're over 100,000 miles. Mm-hmm. Which for some people can be like five years. Mm-hmm. So if you're using it as a commuter car and you have to replace all of the batteries in that Do you know car, what kind of maintenance goes? Do you know how, much, how many oil changes you have to get for an electric vehicle? It, oil change is different. You have to change the transmission fluid. Okay, I know. And but it you know what? On the you, transmission that's no, in that no, car. but I know, but you know. Do you know what you don't have problems with uh, those vehicles? Transmissions. There's no transmission. Well, there absolutely is a transmission. It doesn't just drive by itself. There's no, there's no transmission because the, the motor, the transmission transmits the power from the motor to, to the, the wheels. wheels. Right. The engines, the, the engines are directly near the wheels. They, that's the reason why you don't have a compartment with an engine in it. There's no engine compartment in an electric vehicle. The engines are... Do you know that? Electric motors are on each wheel. That's why you got the even torque. You don't have transmission. You don't have gearing. Yeah, and then what's the, op- what's the chance for failure? And what's the warranty that they no have? No failure. You know how many pieces they have? absolutely a chance for you know failure. How many pieces, no, when you have, let's say there's 15,000 parts in the average vehicle, right? 20. 20,000 parts? Absolutely. And you know how much an electric vehicle? Under under 1,200. And when they fail, how expensive it is to replace? And I'm how just long saying they have enough vehicles out there. They don't how? show. They show the maintenance cost. There's proof now. We have we have people that own them. There's friends of mine that own them. They the only time they have to take them in is when they get in an accident. Like any car, every so often get gets in an accident. Otherwise, there is no maintenance. Electric motors don't. Are, are, they're not a, a lifetime motor. Electric motor lights. It's the battery you're talking about. The electric will, motor right, can go 300,000 miles. Motors, they're still moving parts, all that stuff. Yeah, and anything know. can break. Anything can break. Anything can break, but it has a lower and chance of failure. And what's the warranty? What's the manufacturer's warranty? Are they giving it 10 years? Are they giving it 100,000 miles? You know, that, that's I'm just saying this is the, this is the argument of, uh, of someone that says, you know, I understand, but the internal combustion, believe it or not, the electric vehicle is not moving forward and there's not more manufacturers because it's a less efficient vehicle. Motor-wise, uh, the, the engine in an internal combustion car is much less efficient than uh, the conversion rate from power, uh, from the energy that you put in to the, uh, the motor, and the output is much more direct. It's higher than 50%. Where in an uh, internal combustion engine, it's much lower than 50%. Right. 
Okay. Well, you have a lot of horsepower draw when you're transferring power from an and a mile and a per mile cost is is about a third. Now, when you charge the current for a high, um, even expensive electricity, I will tell you, I've been a motorcycle dealer for twenty some years now. Yeah. Um, when when they try to introduce electric, they try. They are gonna. They are coming. Oh well, yeah, I know. There's a company called Zero, mm -hmm. and none of them would run right. And battery life was just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And then you try to program them and change them so that you could actually get a sixty mile an they hour. They did the first internal uh, internal combustion engine when it first came out. They used to fail all the time. Absolutely, but these things are computerized, and they can easily. I mean, you, cars are computerized now. You can. Well, the, the internal combustion part of the motor is still an internal combustion motor. Yeah, but it's the firing of it is is that's controlled a, by the that's computer. That's been that for a very long time. It's that's, not. That's it's not. It's not a distributor anymore. It's almost all fuel well, injection. Of course not. That well, <laughs> the distributor and fuel injection have nothing to do with that part of it. No, but I mean the distributor cap was the one that controlled the firing. Well, that's why the, you had a timing there. That, well, there the wasn't a computer. Distributor, the distributor determined the timing and the cap. Placement determined yeah. when the distributor would hit this yes. one to give it spark. Yeah. But if you're talking about coils and ECUs, right? A coil pack is what tells it when to fire, and that's controlled by the ECU, which is the electronic control unit or elect or ECM, electronic control module. That has been out for a very long time. Okay, I'm, di I'm but, all I'm just suggesting is that from now on, the uh, uh, growth of electric vehicles are going to dramatically. The purchase of it is going to dramatically outstrip. Yeah. Well, that's the reason why the sixty-six thousand. Uh, uh, I think that they're Blu-rays. That's what I'm thinking. No, I'm sorry, betas. They're betas. They're everybody, betas? Everybody got on the beta trip for a while. Instead of having a VHF, they got betas. Everything's going to be beta. You think the internal combustion engine is going to establish a, a big comeback? I think that the internal combustion engine has never fallen. It's done nothing but progress. It's got nothing but better. No, it did not. Efficiency-wise, it's, it's a little better. Just a little it's better. A lot better. In the last ten years, and the weight. In the last ten years, the range on an electric vehicle has quadrupled. Well, possibly. there was a eighty miles in the first uh, Volt. But what about? Think, but what about the convenience? You know, and then you have a what problem. Convenient? What's more convenient than being able to fuel up at your house with a it, fast charger? Well, yeah, you know, I can drive my car for a month without putting fuel in it. I mean, it, that's not that's not even what because you live less than a mile from your house yeah, I mean, from your, when I run you work less than a mile from your whatever. house but the, the, the biggest thing I think about the electric motors is that they, they any electric vehicle whatsoever is that they have to price them low enough to get people interested and see whether or not they will actually be efficient enough for them to use because they're already there I believe it. they're already there and I believe and in Places like China, if you were going to buy, and, and I did my research on this, in Shanghai, the privilege to drive a car in Shanghai is $12,000. The Chinese waive uh, the $12,000 fee because of um, for electric vehicles because they don't contribute, at least locally, to pollution as internal. They occur in China, that... When, in those uh, cities where you're in Beijing, that's why they had those rent. They have uh, billboards with the sunrise on it because people couldn't see the sunrise. And they would put that there. They would show screens of it because they would, you had the whole brown, that smog uh, right. over like no, Beijing. I mean, many big cities have a smog issue. No. They won't. The ones that... But if they were going to do electric anything, 
and and try to you know there's a couple cities that in a couple cities in in, in China 99% of the uh, at least one thing Guangzhou China 99% of the vehicles uh, the taxis are now electric vehicles well i was going to say taxis public transportation buses taxis are on the road all day you know so if anybody has to refuel as often and they are they, the legs are getting better the batteries are better and i still say maintenance wise you save a lot of money a lot more money especially when you're talking about uh, these new vehicles coming up that are priced below at 40,000 and lower i just think that if you're going to if you're going to try to come out in the market and wow everybody and that you're going to actually come up with something that you're dealing with old school people you're not you're not going to find a 16 17 year old tree hugger okay that can afford to buy their own electric vehicle mm. so they have to try to convince their parents let's see let's see let me explain this to you then. uh how much is a, a porsche can go from zero to 60 let's say 4.8 seconds now, the transfer of power of the electric motor is is absolutely you, i mean i'm not disputing that at all i know but if you want performance if you want performance right now the Tesla performs as well as any high-end sports car, and it's worth its cost a hell of a lot less. Uh, Seventy, eighty thousand dollars. A hell of a lot less than a Porsche. Yeah, but still. I'm no, well, not a Model S. Uh, do you know how much? Do, 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 I just do, looked do, it up. I have it on my phone right here. You know, I, do, I Tesla. Tesla. Well, yeah. that's just one company. Volvo's and coming out with a forty thousand. Have a fender bender, you'll be on fire. Yeah, the Model S. Tesla Model S is sixty-seven thousand. Which one? It says Tesla Model S. Okay. It's sixty-seven thousand. That was as of two thousand eighteen. Okay. But then you compare that to the Mercedes-Benz CLS, which was at seventy-five. Yeah, and the cost of ownership for the Tesla is less. Though. Yeah. In the so, end. is 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 less than. Uh-huh. But, you know, I, I just, even at me, you know, I wouldn't see myself going in towards a Tesla, you know, at $60,000. You know, it's a certain market, you know. The other vehicles that they were comparing, which was a Chevy Bolt, mm-hmm. which is an electric vehicle. Yep. It was priced at 26000 But you compare that to the Toyota RAV4, not either appealing cars. Yeah. Or that one was twenty, just shy of twenty-five. Yes. So, you know, if you're a if you drive fifteen thousand miles a year, let's say, right, and you get the Rav Four gets thirty-seven miles a gallon, right, and the price of gas is, you know, it's it's, it's heading north again, three dollars a gallon. How much, you know, fifteen thousand? And that's uh, five hundred gallons. Uh, Three dollars a gallon is fifteen hundred. Yeah, you can I mean, fuel fueling a fueling a vehicle for that fifteen electric vehicles five hundred bucks. Well, so you got a thousand thousand less. You're no, already I agree. Yeah, I agree. You know, fuel to electric pricing. You know, yes, there's a there's a difference there. Yeah, yeah. It's a unless you have electric for Florida Keys Electric Company, and then you're going to pay four times <laughs> as much to charge. Actually, your no. Own. The Florida Keys Electric Company, believe it or not, the prices for uh, you, well, I don't know. How much do you pay a month? Let's say usually a hundred dollars, and then we hooked up an ice maker, and my I just got my electric bill today for two hundred and thirty-three dollars. Okay, well mine's I mean, mine ridiculous. mine's about a hundred a month, right? Which is not a, a lot when you run the AC uh, all the time. It's really not that much, right? It's well, really my other not- house was one hundred and three. 
our prices are. And this one was two thirty-three. Well, prior to that, prior to like that uh, ice, maker. ice machine. Because that would be just. Was that a good deal? Was it a good car. deal? Was it a good deal? Before and a hundred dollars a month. I got ice on demand, and we're not buying bags at the store. Anymore. No, was it a good deal? Well, meaning the uh, the electric before you hooked up your ice machine. Was that a good deal? Yeah, you pay? Hundred yeah. bucks is good. Yeah, hundred bucks is good. But we have a very good system down what's here. What's the cost of charging your vehicle at home? Not, it, it, believe it or not, you you can see it. You can. Uh, they have the numbers. Yeah. But you it's know, less. And it goes, it's it less goes than a back, gallon of gas. It goes back to the market of what they're you know trying to you know appeal the fuel to. your car to get. Um, let's say you go one of these chargers. I'd be surprised to get. Um, let's say you have a vehicle that gets three hundred miles to a charge, right? That would be on a on a very economical high mile per gallon car. Let's say you get thirty seven miles a gallon. That would be eight gallons. Be uh, where the price is running it right now, a little north of twenty bucks. It would cost you less than ten bucks. I would still beat an electric car out of the state of Florida by the time it caught up. Not at fast charger. It doesn't take me thirty minutes to stop and pump. You got to stop and pee. Gallons. You got to stop and pee every time. Not that. Not necessarily. I mean, and you don't. Do, and they're fifteen-minute chargers and stuff he, like that. You he's should be pretty getting... hooked on this electric car thing. I did. Oh, well, it's a wave of the future. Funny, it's, the a, it's, it's the future. Sorry, but they're not listeners. Podcast, yeah. These it, it, the podcast is not very funny today. It is funny. It is funny. funny. It is funny. I'll tell you, it's funny because it's a wave of the future, and it sounds like someone defending a Zeppelin. Oh my god! It sounds like someone designed. You know, Zeppelin travel. No, these airplanes. I'm going to talk to Marty McFly and see what he thinks. These airplanes. Well, you know what? Five. No one. Five years from now, we come. It, five years ago, it was an anomaly to see electric vehicle. It was strange. Where's our hover cars? No, but five years ago there wasn't. <laughs> right? Same thing with cell phones. When they, I saw in two thousand and one, uh, let's say less than fifty percent of the people had cell phones. It was considered a luxury. Two thousand, two thousand one, and then you know you had bag phones and all that shit, but. Within four or five years, how many of the now it's going to take a little longer, but I'd say um, within five years, 30% of the vehicles, and I'm, mark my words, I'm saying this right now, it's uh, March 27th, 2019. By uh, March 27th, 2024, 30% of the vehicles in the United States will be electric there will be on road vehicles on road well okay and then to prove another proof point there'll be over four hundred thousand charging stations in the united states I, I don't you know disagree. how many charging stations you know, were i don't disagree but again you have to go back to the market that you're appealing to you know as a, a fresh driver 20 years old to 29 30 where i'm coming up to you know for me to go and jump behind the wheel of a Toyota. They're not, they're not. It takes some time, but it's yeah. it's moving in that direction. Boring. It's not boring. I would still boring. like my. It is not boring. This Honda is what the keys are to yeah. a Toyota electric car or a Focus. You know. I next, just, you know what? My next vehicle will. My next brand new vehicle will be an electric vehicle. I have friends that only own electric vehicles now. They have two. They're two car families. Do and they have both... dreadlocks and use uh, natural deodorant and smoke a lot of hemp? I'm just curious. 
It's not. It's not <laughs> like that at all. The matter of fact, the guys voted for Trump. The guy that owns to voted for Trump and will vote for him again. So it, um, the hemp, I'm and he, just, he doesn't just... smoke any weed, and he only drinks white Zinfandel. <laughs> white Zinfandel. And, of course and he doesn't, he doesn't smoke any now. weed. <laughs> I don't think he smoves any weed. I, that is very, to be honest, know, I will never, I don't think any of never car will ever appeal to can, you know, can we jump to something else that I think is... About really five years? No, well, actually, we're almost done. We, really, okay, well, so let me bring this up, right? So my brand new car is a 2019 Honda SI Turbo, yeah. right? Which, it's fun, and it's fast, and I like the way it sounds. Yeah. And it doesn't go... As you drive down the road, because it actually has noise. And How's that bad? I'm just saying, I like it. I think it's cool. And it's a six-speed. And every vehicle we own, aside from our Ford truck, is a manual transmission. And all of my children own manual transmissions. All of them can drive them. My, my, one of my middle sons just just passed his CDL class. They don't make an electric manual car. Right. Yeah, right. So no, you're not, they're not like, going to be one. It's kind of ridiculous. It's I like making... I like being able to determine which gear I am in and what my RPM is. I like having the control over my vehicle. You have direct control Absolutely. in an electric vehicle by and hitting that pedal. And when you take it off the pedal, it takes the it energy. Nowadays. It takes the energy... It and takes the energy from braking and regenerates it into back in there. You know, when you okay, your vehicle right now. Anyway, <laughs> here's the here is the cool part though, right? Well, People can't drive sticks anymore. So you got thug after thug driving around trying to steal cars. They don't steal my car. They don't know how to drive it. Do you they see, don't steal his car? They don't know how do to Do you drive. remember do you remember fucking Road Warrior? And all those movies? You never saw Road Warrior? Yeah. Back when they were carved. You never saw Mad Max, Road yes, Warrior, Max, yeah. Thunderdome? Yeah. Right. Okay, all those okay. things. And what happened? What was it? There was a couple vehicles left over. And what were they fighting over? The last remnants of fuel and stuff like that? Because no one's really oh, extracting God. it. So what happens if failure and stuff like that? Yeah. What happens if Y2K actually happened? You ain't driving nowhere in your Prius. <laughs> Wait a second. If you have solar panels... There's no reason why you can't recharge. You're not going to be manufacturing you, your well, own petroleum. You don't have, have enough to be, battery banks you will to have be able to, to yeah. store be that. smart enough to adapt those solar panels to actually recharge your ion lithium battery or batteries. And store the power for it. Okay, yes, power. and they will. Yeah. And they have home They have home charging units. If, if, if we're talking yes, about technology ion has become legend, far away. Right? Yes. No, but fi I'm just, you know, it's funny that younger people were having to debate younger people. Than, and I said that. And I think I was conservative when I said 30% uh, of the vehicles in the United States. I, I was going to 30% in five years will be electric vehicles. And what does that mean? In 10 years, over 50% okay. will be. So let me, let me just bring one other point up for a minute. And, electric and it, vehicles have to be recharged and plugged into your house, a charging station, whatever, right? And that electric comes from a grid. Where do you think that electric... Which is coming more and more from renewables. And actually, if you watch TV, if you watch TV, how many how many panels did uh, Florida um, Power and Light just put out? Like 30, mi 30 million panels and, they're putting out. And yeah, and it's, Iowa. I believe it's supposed to drop your your bill down like twelve dollars. Yeah, but that's at the beginning. No, it's always yes, the beginning. There, it's always there's, the beginning. There's no doubting it. Yes, we are going to be, you know, someday it's all. Listen. Years from now, if we get to do this, we'll have a laugh, and you'll say, I'm sorry, Jim, 
You are right. No, you it's know electric what I'm gonna vehicle. Do is I'm You're going to say, look, look at all the new. <laughs> no, there won't be. The highest end vehicles will be electric. Yes, there's, I'm there's no doubt. Salt We're not water. And trucks. I'm going to splash salt water on one wire of his car. And it'll get the green death and it'll never run again. And that's what'll happen. You live on an island. You can't. There's no doubt electric vehicles are going to take off. Yes. Wait a second. I told you about my buddy. He had his vehicles down here. He has two electric vehicles down here. And he lives near the water. Right. I'm saying if you actually get them wet. He lives up. You actually get. Any, any car them, gets wet. Any of them get wet. And your engine compartment gets. If you get water inside your engine compartment. Well, if you get salt water specifically. Yeah. You know, especially in, in an, an electric vehicle, you can't boil it out. You can't boil out like. What do you do. think it's going to be in the in the gas tank? It's, There's no gas tank. If it touches a battery terminal, it touches a wire. They're anyway. enclosed. It, enclosed. They don't have what? to be. They don't have to be exposed. It's waterproof. Yeah. Oh, okay. What do you think? Why? What electric? What do you do with? What do you think the cables you know, are? Jim is not as much of a gearhead as we are. No, no, so, no. So you don't know about electric vehicles. We we actually think about every possibility of that. Uh, no, electric vehicles. Wait, electric. Wait, terminals and almost. Right. So the, the cables are covered with plastic yes. yep. and rubber. And, it, and they're waterproof. All right. So in your in your electric you think vehicles, there's, there's do you think there's yeah, yeah. So, yeah there's connectors. You're yeah. not passing wires through. A firewall and then soldering it into a battery. In no, the but you can cover that all up. What's the big I'm deal? I'm sure you can, but you'll always there's air that'll get in there. There's humidity. Everything will get in there. Now here on our watercrafts and our boats, we have what is called a Deutsch connector, which is a, an electrical connection with a rubber gasket. That yeah. is the highest quality thing that is out there right yeah. now, and that is the number one thing to fail on all of these. So. No matter what, you're always going to have an electrical connection that's going to get some kind of humidity or moisture, or salt, air in there, and it's going to start growing. Oh, wait. Speaking of another uh, guy, the guy had a MAGA um, banner in front of his house. Not a lie. I, think I, I know the guy's name, and I'll bring him on. As a matter of fact, he disagrees on everything. He, believe, he, be, he believes Hillary ran the, uh, the child sex ring at the pizza shop and all that stuff. He believes all that stuff. But he owns... Two Tesla vehicles. And this isn't the other friend I'm telling you that's a contractor. All right, so when he owns his Tesla for 20 years and he hasn't had to replace batteries or electrical wires and all that stuff, then we'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah, we'll I, do that. Five I'm just, years. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, my 2000. And then we'll look, and next year, and next year we'll just see, and then we can see that the, let's say if there's 100,000 charging stations in the United States or 150,000 in one year. We're not doubting that. So what does that mean? We're, we're, we're doubting the fact that they're the greatest thing out there. They're going to have their issues. They're I'm going to say gas stations, there'll be, at one point, there'll be no new gas stations built. There'll be no new gas so stations. So Electric's going to put out big oil companies. No, no. No new. I said no new. The existing the existing fueling stations for uh, internal combustion have been built, and they're done. Yeah. Okay? They're still out there. There's not going to be a huge growth in internal combustion engine. There'll be no additional research in making what's, it more efficient. What's going to end up happening is they're going to get in touch with those companies and start putting charging stations inside the gas stations as well. Oh, I agree there. But no, actually, charging stations don't have to be. At, no, but that's the they way they're going to make more money. No, no, the best way, if if I if you're a charging station, it takes that in within three years. It's going to be five minute, eighty percent recharge, okay. 
where you can stop into a convenience store, hook up, five minutes, plenty of time to charge up. You go in there, get your coffee, go to the bathroom, go out, car's charged up, ready to go. I and that's the way it's going to be. I bet our boys right now are really hoping that they could just stop and plug in their U-Haul for five <laughs> minutes and keep on driving. They're in Georgia now. They're on their way back to Wisconsin. It's just the way things are going to be. There's going to be trucks, too. They're, uh, Tesla, Tesla's building trucks. They're building trucks. They're building buses and all that stuff. I'm excited We're not doubting that. that. I'm excited for we're, just, when, we're doubting that they're not as great as they uh, seem to be. They are great. They're better. They're, uh, they're better. To an extent. They're, be- when they're you, better. No, you can't argue. You can't argue. But I just say, how do you think it's going to get better? How do you think it's going to see how much money he's had to put in there. These guys, well, I know this one guy, Conahoe, he's had it for at least six years, a Tesla of some form. And the one time he had to get it totaled was because some guy pulled out near um, the Marriott uh, courtyard and hit him, you know, hit him in the side. You know, that, and uh, the one thing they don't do is they don't repair those vehicles. They total them. So, and he has a new one. So, very few people that buy those go back to uh, IC. Very few. I just don't. And no, wait. And the people that buy them, the people that buy them, where do you think they drove before most of the time? It had to be internal combustion because there was no electric, right? so, So, people that had them, the people that drive them now had to, as of 20 years ago, had to drive a regular vehicle. But now they're driving this. Here, so it's people question, converting from internal combustion engine to electric vehicles. But there's nobody, there's no movement to convert people back. Is there? Yeah, at least have that. Rolls Royce's electric car. Where's Bentley's electric car? They don't have it. That's super high end, yes. I, because if you're, that's compi- the conspicuous consumption. Jerry Seinfeld just sir, sold a, a classic Porsche or something, I think a Jaguar, for one point. Five million dollars, and he's got. Because they're cool. But if Teslas are so awesome and you know such a great way to go, why aren't the higher end companies jumping in on it then? Uh, they wait. They um, Ford is spending eight hundred million. That's Ford. I'm, I'm talking about Rolls Royces. Like oh well, that, that they're not the vehicles for the people. They're the vehicle for the point three percent of the people. They're not the ones you're. You're not going to have a thing where you have Bentleys. You're not going to see a highway full of Bentleys and Jaguars and this. The vehicles that are out there are going to be Toyotas, Fords, Hondas, GM, and Tesla, and Tesla, and that's when five years from now. And you know what? I like taking a point where I I may be on the unpopular side of it, because a visionary very very rarely has. If people see something and say, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense, then it's a foregone conclusion, isn't it? If everyone agreed on it. Yeah. If they said, you know what, clean air is a good idea and stuff like that. But there's a way to generate electricity through renewable, but there's very rare the can you generate clean air using fossil fuels. Can you? Can you? Is there a way? Is there clean coal out there? Is there clean oil? I'm sure there could be. But are people spending money on that? Well, you, you can't because big oil companies won't allow it. Spend money to making why would why wouldn't oil companies want to make if if they can make a why zero you, emission why do you vehicle? Think a gas or a diesel car don't run as long as they should because they don't make them as efficient 
as they can be. Reliable. You're saying that's the argument? Reliable. Reliable. You're saying they don't make the engine as efficient? No. No, it's not efficient. No, if you make an efficient. efficient. No, they make a, they try to make them as efficient as possible. Uh, reliability reliable. is what I'm getting out of okay, this. Yeah. Right, right. No, he just used the wrong word. No, because you have exhaust systems that fail and all those things. And it's, it's but you know what? I love doing that. There, there, we wouldn't be no discussion if you agreed with me. Of course. If we agreed, then it would just be, it would be circle jerk. Cost of ownership is still not. I disagree. I, I absolutely will challenge I that. I'm a finance I challenge, director. I challenge you so on that. I challenge I that like, with a similar car, a similar car of similar quality with the same kind of uh, yep, interior and, and all that stuff. Yeah, and, an and over a course of five years. An average credit over the course of, of five seven years. years because oh, any, seven years, that's even better. Car, no, that's actually much worse on your side. No. <laughs> because of the interest rate over a longer period of time. I'd say the cost of fuel would the, be... The interest... That you would pay versus the top line price over the over the course of seven years, take an average interest rate of six percent over the course of seven years, and you tell me that it's not double the price that you're paying for the car. No. Absolutely it is. No. You take a sixty thousand dollar car loan at six percent interest over seven years, and you will pay double for that. I'm car. still I'm still holding on to that forty thousand dollar baseline for the model S mid model. You're talking about the long long range model. If you look at, and that's... Yeah, the Model S last year was $60,000. 2019. It's 2019. It's not 2018. And the Model S is coming online, and they have three three levels. They have three levels right now. Do you drive a stick shift? No. Do you know how? Yes. Okay. And I don't understand how that's a big... And because in stick shift, the, the thing that fails most in that is the transmission, eventually. <laughs> Absolutely not. And a manual transmission does not feel near as much as an automatic transmission. Your your uh, your clutch plate. Yeah. If you abuse it, and that's a day of you doing it yourself and fifty dollar part. Mm -hmm. It's it's just it's it's generation. It's also appealing wise. You know, I would much rather jump behind the wheel of a stick shift and have fun than jump behind an electric car and put it on insanity mode, haul ass for a couple miles, and then be down twenty five percent. You know what? No one goes for how long? Did you say in standing mode going up? In standing mode is just for acceleration and stuff like that. It does burn a lot, but yeah. once you get up to seventy miles an hour, eighty miles an hour, it's it's consuming. Well, you've never driven a six-speed town car down the road then. <laughs> okay, so well, because you never know. Wait a second, if car down road, what if what if something comes out in the middle of the road? You're doing hundred miles an hour. You take okay. There we go. It's can't just, argue. Can't argue with that. It's, can't argue with that if you're willing to you're take your life and someone else's. You're going to have that risk if it's an electric car or yeah, a It's just car. the thrill. Well, I'm not saying I, I wouldn't. Well, you're right. Going on miles an Okay. So cost of ownership. Okay. Let's say that you that you. Where's buy, your source? Well, Who's your source? It's an amortization schedule. Okay. So my source would be math. No, no, but the cost of ownership, meaning no, your I'm fuel costs and all that stuff. No, no, no. So you got to factor that in. Just. Just vehicle. Goodness. Just purchasing okay. and not driving. So if you were to finance $60,000 at 6% interest on a seven-year loan, that interest will cost you nearly $14,000. So your cost of ownership on that vehicle after you're done paying your payments of $876 a month for seven years is 
you. It would cost you seventy four thousand. Okay, now I got to go. Now to you're gonna make me car. look. Now you're no, making this is me just buying the car. We're not factoring electric cost or we're fuel. Not this is no, okay, we're not so we're you're you just giving up on anything I said about forty thousand dollars. You're just going sixty thousand well, dollars. Well, you guys were talking about a specific vehicle. No, no, no. Okay, here we go. Okay, so let me. What is? Okay, let's let's get. 2019. The okay, folks. Tesla. S. All right, so. Cost. 2019 Tesla Model S MSRP seventy six thousand. Come on. Uh, Tesla Model 3 is now the best-selling luxury car in the United States. Uh, Tesla launches cheapest Model 3 yet. Model 3. Okay, jeez, I got the wrong designation. God damn it. You guys. Is it Model S or Model 3? Well, S is running at $76,000. No, that's the S. You said S. Yeah, uh, yeah that's I'm what saying, you told me. I know. What's the uh, electric car for the masses? Still a select few. Model 3. Okay, so if we read the 42.9. There we go, God damn it. Okay. okay, because I made a misnomer of the thing. $42,000, okay. which is completely okay. within the thing. See, we, I, like I made a mistake. Right now and I'm talking to Steve. Okay. Anyway. No, um, wait. So 40, Steve, 40, wait a second. Steve, Steve, if I call you, I know who you're talking about right now. <laughs> God damn it. Why would you do something like See, that? Because, because, okay, $40,000. An 84 month loan. Why would you get an 84 th um, month loan? Why? Where is this 84 month loan? Why is because that mortgage? Or the, I'm sorry, that monthly payment is 600. dollars Why would you get? Why would you get a? Would you like me to switch it? Yeah. I'll switch it. What would you let's like say, it to be? You're let's, gonna pay the car off in what? Five years? Let's just let's let's appease. So, your forty thousand dollar car, at a five year loan at six percent interest, has now cost you forty six three ninety nine. Mm -hmm. So that's six thousand three hundred ninety nine dollars in interest, aside from your taxes, title, insurance, uh -huh. right, and everything else. Okay, so that's just sixty three ninety nine yeah. in interest. Yeah. So that car that you just paid forty thousand dollars for has cost you dang near forty seven. Uh -huh. Okay. And if you want the comparable car with an internal combustion engine, what would the price of that car be? Going back the the, the brand new car that what I if, just when bought. And what if I said that the fuel cost was twelve hundred dollars less a year? Well, possibly, but take so so. But let's go back to the price difference first. Start with top line to top line, and then yeah. that's where you make your difference. But so you're not going to compare. You're not going. You can't compare uh, a Model Three to a Malibu. Okay, I have a brand new Honda Civic Si Turbo, right? Okay, which I paid twenty one thousand dollars. It's not the same vehicle, Why is it? Not? It's in that a small uh, sport vehicle and something. It's a no. four door we're talking it's a about. Big four door with a turbo in it. Mm -hmm. Right. So I paid twenty one thousand dollars, but obviously I'm a finance director, so I negotiated my price, mm -hmm. which most people should. So just in the interest cost, if I were to have put zero money down and financed twenty one thousand dollars over the course of five years at six percent interest. Then I would only be paying $3,300 in interest, not mm. $6,300 uh -huh. in interest. So there's your $3,000 difference right there. And there's $6,000 interest in fuel costs over that and the maintenance cost. Possibly. But now, the total that car has cost me. And resale value at the end. 
is $24,359. And resale value at the end. Resale value all depends on your wear and tear. And it resale depends on if you smoke in that car. Depends on if you have little I know, I know. Car. Baseline to baseline. Dealer, same so same people, person. Same person. Whatever they same do, same right? person. Same person so, in a resale. It's just like trucks and cars, right? $20,000, my $21,000 car just cost me $24,359. And what can you Instead of my $40,000. So I have paid literally, though, another twenty grand to have a car. Right, if you're going after well, your computer, you're comparing a, a Model Three to a to a very high end Civic Si, yeah. I mean, but this is what I'm saying. So now I, I also don't know. Have it, a I don't Lexus. know. All right, so have, we'll go into it, comparable models. So a Chevy Bolt is twenty five nine ninety five. Yeah, and a Toyota Rav Four is twenty four five ten. Yeah. So you're a little over a thousand dollars from combustible to Yep. Electric. And I'd say you'd say save it in fuel costs and maintenance. I'm sure. Yeah. So there you're there. Okay. But a bolt and it's actually and, I, yeah, I, and, and it actually and actually has better performance than a, a, a RAV four. Then again, you're 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 strained. See, and it just goes back to you know, And then wait until they come up with the trucks. Because the towing capacity of some of the trucks are gonna be a hell of a lot more than like the Dodge Ram. So Give me I, I'm five just years. saying, you, I saw the supposedly release pictures of the Tesla truck. Mm -hmm. I, I hate to say it, but that thing is completely and utterly hideous. Well, it's the first one. It's just like any vehicle that comes out the first time, the Model T, the Model A, I'm sorry, and they're changing. take a Honda Ridgeline, and over the years, that thing is the ugliest, and it will always be the ugliest truck. I know, but they, they'll change, and the tone capacity will be higher. Will be higher. On an electric? Yeah. On a long haul towing with an electric, you're going to draw more energy. I'm just saying they're doing the trucks and all that stuff. They have tractors and all that stuff. They got the Tesla trucks coming on there. They will. They're going to do it. They're going to. Uh, we'll listen, we're there. I made my predictions. You made your. You made your counter arguments. You made your counter arguments, and they're five years from admirable. And but we were stuck with the sixty thousand one, and when I brought it. No, but I would have to compare. I would compare the Tesla to a Cadillac, like a CTS or something like that. Are those electric? No, I see. And I think that's. Uh, I think the pricing. Uh, uh, and and it's actually one of the worst selling cars right I now. I actually think that if you were going to do. A if I was doing a comparison, if that's. If you were going to do a straight up comparison, I think right. you would have to go Here's American made, American made versus. Then Versus Japanese, Japanese. That's why I'm doing Cadillac. You can't say right. Tesla and then Ca Cadillac is an American-made vehicle, and they are not as reliable as a lot of people think. Okay, no, look, just Tesla say. Model X. Not a Model X. The but, no, or this is comparable with to what they're comparing. Yeah. To. Tesla Model X is seventy-two thousand dollars. Yeah. A Porsche Cayenne, uh, Cayenne mm -hmm. is sixty-five-seven. Mm -hmm. So those yeah, are comparable models. You're also yeah. dealing price-wise. You're talking about because yeah. a Porsche Cayenne is an SUV. But they're comparable because the X is the SUV. X is their oh, SUV. Is X SUV. is their SUV. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 72 on the Tesla X to the uh, 65 Porsche. So. And the cost of ownership be about the same in the end with when you have everything at the end maintenance, fuel, yeah. and the credits. And the reason why they have credits is because ICEs put out pollution and we worry about pollution. never-ending battle with everybody, you know, electric versus all this stuff. I mean, you're never going to be able to convert everybody. Oh, it will eventually because there will be, there will only be. 
They'll all get fined for it. No, I mean, no, wait, wait a second. There are still Amish people out there with fucking carriages and horses. I want a carriage and a horse. No, okay. Well, there you go. There's proof right there. And they're they're also given their one day a year yes. when they turn 18. No, it's not one day. They have all the time in the world they can do it, actually. To venture off. Yeah, it's called a rum springing. Yeah, rum springing. And how often do they actually come back? Rarely. <laughs> exactly. No, really, yes. Really, okay, yes. why do they do that? Because they because moved they ahead to the future. No, because they went to the future. The future for them was the internal combustion engine. But you give someone and the option and, and, and drinking, fun, having a good time, getting laid, and all that I stuff. I am so looking forward to You're my Amish. My horse that's your problem. You're, that's, I'm, I'm talking to two Amish people. On the way to work tomorrow is what I, I think I'm talking to Amish people right here. <laughs> but I didn't expect you. I don't want you. I, I, you know what? I am not hurt. Because we're at all. an extra $120 for our ice maker. We're still Amish. <laughs> we're Amish. That's okay. You know what? Maybe my horses will get hot. I could just put some ice around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm <laughs> no, I'll stick to the horses. You know oh what? Oh my God, look, we're finally getting funny again. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm come sorry. On. I'm sorry, listeners, for the Keith Comedy podcast. Well, wait a second. There was nothing. I said it is the conversation you have in a bar, <laughs> and this is the same fucking conversation you'd have in a bar. But you'd by have now, the same. I'd probably have 10 shots. I know. No, no, we have more. Oh, you guys, your problem is you guys aren't drinking enough. Oh, maybe that's what it is. It's You're not drinking enough. You didn't even have another beer. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I got to drink some more. I want you to disagree with me. <laughs> it makes my victory in the end more Wait, sweet. You know what's really funny is that sometimes you just disagree with them on purpose just to get a rise out of them. So. I didn't think you got a rise out of me. <laughs> Did you? Do you feel? Wait. I'm, listen, I'm not denying. Do I? I never got up and worked out. I told I'm my co-host one time. I said he when he mentioned he was from Newtown, and I said pedophile, and he walked off the show. <laughs> I remember you telling me he about walked that. off off the show. I will never walk off the show, and I will stand my ground as I expect you to stand your ground. You know, I'm I'm very proud of you. I'm so tempted to put in a charging station outside of my house. I you, will get. For, no, for you're not. You you're just fucking around. <laughs> well, you but you know what? Someday, let's, someday, let's, you know. Let's wait until like the first Tesla becomes an antique and see how many people are out there trying to bid on an antique like that. The resale value. That is so road. fucking stupid. Buy an antique card. <laughs> wait a second. To spend more money on something old than when you could get something brand new, and then you got to spend a shitload of money to maintain it and not fucking drive it and not fucking park it any place because you can't you can't park it any place I mean we go oh my god they are beautiful oh my god those antique cars are beautiful Oh, are you 1960s? Yeah, the muscle cars and all that stuff. They're gorgeous. They're, they're gorgeous vehicles. I do not argue. But you cannot, you will not drive that every day. If when you baby it and you take care of it, when they put those cars up for like 70, 80,000, 120,000, they originally cost $2,000. And now they're, yeah. You know why? They're museum pieces. You know what? A piece of shit pterodactyl. Uh, you know what I mean? So when, if we were in uh, whatever period that was, so what's that Jurassic period? So and there's a fucking pterodactyl coming down. You'd, I would fucking, if I had a cannon, I'd blow it out of the air. So, but if a pterodactyl was flying around now, I would say, holy shit, we got to capture that motherfucker. So I wonder you know what I mean? Years and show from it? now, a cavalier is going to be like... Hey, a cavalier? Like oh, wait. Oh. I'll tell you. 
vehicle that a Cavalier. They made a, a Cimarron. You ever hear of a Cimarron? Yeah. It was a Cadillac uh, built on the Cavalier body. It was a Cadillac built on the Cavalier body, and they put some interior stuff on stuff. They put the same fucking four cylinder. They put a four cylinder engine in it and stuff like that. It was a piece of shit. But they made it. A, they made it a Cadillac had, like, economy. I, I, I just don't shit. see an electric car holding their value down the road. I'm just saying. Remember, a kind of subcompacts. Why are some? Why did subcompacts come about? <laughs> subcompacts came about. They're ugly. Why? Why did they come about? Because they want an SUV, but they also want the practicality of a, a smaller subcompact. 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 It looks like a car that you backed into a brick Why do they? Why do, pe- why do people get those? Oh, like a smart car. Then because they're off. cheap. And the, let's say, the, remember the Geo, the Chevy Geo? Well, they have the Because Geo, they got 48 yeah. miles a gallon. The Geo tracker. And they couldn't go over 57 miles an hour. Yeah. And they couldn't go over 57 miles an hour. You took your life on the road. And uh, they had that idea. Why did people buy them? Uh they wanted a new car. Maybe they wanted a new car and they only wanted to pay $7,000, $8,000. Okay? Or they didn't want to spend a lot for gas. Now, if I told you, someone that said, listen, you can have a very nice car and not pay a lot for fuel. You know, I think, and, and you, you know what? You have zero emissions from the vehicle. Obviously, we're, we're coal fire plants are still being used in the United States less and less each year. There are no, there have been no new coal-fired plants built. Ah, there's an example right there. Fine. Coal-fired plants. You know why? You know what we have a shitload of in the United States? Coal. We still have a shitload of coal. Why aren't we using it? If it's there, why aren't we using coal? There's my example. It's just like drilling off our coast. Why? Why don't we use the coal? What? Exactly. Which I understand that it's an answer to a problem. It's an answer to a problem, and, to, and it takes. This is why I like the people that you, disagree you with should, me. You really should look up the efficiency of a wind generator. Well, right now we would be generating a shitload of electricity because <laughs> it's, it's windy as fuck right here, and we're on a canal. I can't imagine what it's like to be on the water right now. You know, if you drive, if anybody's ever driven through Iowa, that's all you see. Is wind generators. There's like farms of them, and I call them blowhards. I'm like, look at the blowhards. They are some of the most inefficient machines ever. The guys that work on them or do the maintenance on them. I mean, they have to bring tubs and tubs of grease, which are made from crude oil. Yeah. And all the crap they have to do to maintain these things. It's just the baby electric, steps, the beginning, beginning right. baby steps of a new technology. Right. Well, of course, they really need. To no, I mean you. I see you got the thing of that. And I know you they, know this. You're intelligent. They really, really It's the beginning. It's the beginning it of it. And it's a, it's a gateway for them. It's yes. great. It's a great gateway. I know mean, you gotta you gotta They're do the horribly beginning. Horribly dangerous. People die working on those things all the time. And, and it's crazy the amount Well wait a second. Just as the the new power plants and digging coal. Getting coal yes. getting coal. Okay. It's funny that you're talking about that that dying Retrieval of coal from the earth. People, thousands of people right. die they, each they year. In the mines. They do each linemen. year. Do you know how many linemen get electrocuted every year? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. But you're dealing with every. You have because so you have many. high levels of. Well, right now, this is where. Okay, now this is where maybe we can all agree on something. <laughs> After Irma, the Keys Co-op 
got us back online. The cable didn't come back quick. The water, you didn't? Okay. How long was it? Keep Took going. a long? Within a week. Okay, yeah. Within a week. A week. That was pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. After a major hurricane hit the Keys. What was the cost? Why are you making... No, I know. It's just, you know... People coming into work to do all that. Well, the... You make an omelet. You got to break some eggs, man. Yeah. Stuff like that. They're still getting. They're still getting Puerto Rico online. You know, and I could point to a country named Venezuela, where they're having power outages throughout the whole country without a major disaster occurring. Good thing you don't have an electric car there. Yeah. Well, no. Then you, if you're smart enough in Venezuela, you'd have your own uh, set up with I'm your solar panels and stuff ass. like that. I apologize. I don't think so. I don't think that was facetious. <laughs> I you think it was what, a weak argument. You know what? So after, <laughs> no, no, you know what it is? Is that um, after the neighbor buying guy, Tesla right? Model 3 in Venezuela, then you have to buy solar panels for your house, which is a huge cost. And then you have to find a conversion to store that into batteries in your house. You know the what? home, the, the Tesla home battery system. You might get a $3 tax credit for, you know, being like having solar panels. I think I donated more to Goodwill and help out a ton of <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want everyone to have solar panels? You know what? Actually, I love solar panels. Why wouldn't you want? Why wouldn't you want everyone? Why wouldn't you spread? Why wouldn't you spread the the uh, reduce the load on your main power grid by having people oh. generate portion of their electricity? I mean, why don't we generate ninety percent of it from the sun? Yeah, why not? It's a resource that's always been it's there. And, I mean, our boat runs out you of can solar use, panels. I, mean, I bet there's a way of growing plants underneath panels because in the desert, let's say, where you can use the shade well, you as part of the, the thing and the, the sun. And part of the sun, the day helps grow the well, plants the and, cre- and reduces and reduces the amount of heat on the plant. Absolutely. And you can, do, you can do something. You can combine that. You can desalinate water to hydrate. Uh, the the plants and all for solar. Oh, all me too. It. Me all too. Solar. But you'll never solar. get me behind the wheel of an electric car. I disagree with you. <laughs> no. I disagree with you, and I believe I believe in five years I'm going to have you behind one. No. I, well, I'll have all you. Right. I'll have you behind the wheel of my vehicle. I love you. Will solar you will? Thing. Wait, wait. I'll take it out for a spin. Sure. How the fuck are you going to drive it I unless you're behind the wheel? No, like you one. said behind he'll the drive, wheel. He'll drive yours. I'll drive one. He'll drive yours. Okay. But I won't own one. There's no way. Okay. Well, I don't know if I let you drive it up, the, <laughs> up, uh, up Cartown Road because you say you're going to do 120 miles an hour. Listen, my... Okay, my, James Dean. My POS, that's all right. Or Jan POS, and Dean. They both went Honda that way. Ford five-speed is my baby. And I can still take that down the stretch and do 100 miles an hour and have the time of my life. You know what? Maybe you shouldn't say the model of your vehicle. Definitely don't say the license plate on there because well, they're just going to. Yeah, don't now. give your license plate out. I'll tell you what it is. Wait, they care. know. It's wait, I just dog. said your. I just said your name. You know, I have to. Tell and you I'm sure they can track. I've had plenty of speeding tickets. I, I have to tell you this, but little, 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 little tidbit. Of we a did an hour story. and twenty minutes. I know. I'm sorry, guys. That's all right. This is really funny. Okay, because obviously my first husband, the father of all the boys, flew down to help the twins, Mike and Matt, move back up to Wisconsin. So as we're following, and I'm in, it, we're in my car, and we're following Tyler this morning mm-hmm. over to the, the kids' house so they can get loaded up, we lock up so that we can wave them goodbye. Paul, my first husband, right, says... Wait, go. can I backtrack just so they know? Yes. Uh, Jenna's uh, twins. Yes. Uh, I, I mentioned on the show yesterday um, that Jenna's twins uh, moved back to Minnesota. Yeah, Wisconsin, yeah. Wisconsin. Yep. Oh, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Close enough. 
It's right Wait, over the border. Wait, your, where's your mom? My mom is in Minneapolis, and so is my sister, but we lived in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So just over the border, just right over the St. Croix River. Cheese country. So, yes, exactly. My oldest son works at a dealership in Hudson, Wisconsin, okay. just over the border. And what, anyway, so the boys are going back to Wisconsin. And their dad flew down to help them make this drive back. And they have a big U-Haul with a trailer on it. And my old car, which I gave to one of my, to my youngest yeah. twin. And then they're driving the other new Civic back. So as we're, we left breakfast, we, went, we took them out to breakfast this morning so we could have a little bit of time with them and hang out with dad too. And Tyler and I both, you know, had to kind of go in late for work. Well, Tyler is driving in front of us and we're going back over to the kids' house to drop them back off, get them ready for the U-Haul and leave. And, and Paul, their dad, says to me, he goes, what's with, what's with that license plate? And he points at Tyler's license plate on his truck, which is a seminal license plate. Oh, yeah. And I was like, well, you know, that's, that's for FSU. That's for Florida State University. I said, but I give Tyler a lot of shit about it. He was like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you know, if that was your alma mater, I can get how you support the Seminoles. But when you majored in drinking for one year... I don't have the alumni plate. <laughs> when you majored in drinking for one year and never actually graduated from that particular university <laughs> and have a bunch of student loan debt, I don't really think that you should be driving around with that license plate. And Paul got a really big kick out of it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I understand course. that you have teams that you appreciate. You have a, but you know, I mean, you do. I understand that, and I understand that part. Do. I do not sponsor. I mean, I do not advertise. I don't use my person or my vehicle as an advertisement for any entity, right? That does not contribute to but my like, well-being, so. and that's why you may find a rotary thing sticker on my car. It contributes to my well-being on my soul because I get to give back to the community okay. uh, and other. Of views I have, that's it. But I went to like private school, so obviously there was there's no like alma mater plate for me to put on my vehicle. And what do you mean? Why is there one for a private school? Not, not a private school in Minneapolis. No. Why not? There just isn't. I mean, there. I guarantee you, there a, is. It wasn't a state university, and so you don't have all. Them. They but, have but anybody can make one. But it doesn't matter to me. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. You know, I don't. It doesn't there. matter to me I where do I went to college. Where'd what, you go to college? But it, well, I went to private school, and I was a big nerd, so I. Skipped a lot of stuff and oh, yeah. finished all of it very early. Really? Yes. Well, how old were you when you went? I well, I did a post-secondary program. Yeah. So instead of going to oh, this is new seventh grade. Yeah. I went to ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Totino Grace, yeah. which is a college preparatory school yeah. in Fridley, Minnesota, and then. Um, of course, the last couple of years. They you were like 14 years old, 15 years old? Yeah, and then I was a, a student teacher, and I... How old were you when I, you were a student teacher? Yeah, um... 17? You were a student teacher at 16, 17? Yes, but I taught German, and I did woods and metals and basic auto mechanics. She's a nerd. Little, little bit of a nerd. That's amazing. And then um, when I graduated high school, I saw I had enough credits to also get my. Honestly, we didn't fucking do enough background here. We got to so, talk about this on the next. Yeah. Hold it. St- anyway, cut it off. Save this stuff. Get coming to cut you off from there. Really? You know why? So, because so we're going to do a whole other show next time. Gentlemen out there, find yourself an older, very, very, very savvy woman. and savvy. <laughs> Uh, financially savvy. Financially, definitely. Because I'm financially savvy. All. Oh my god, a hard working, hard working. But our favorite phrase for her is she's a dude with boobs. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of. She a will get down there underneath the car and r- rip it apart with me. Get underneath in the bilge in the boat and do whatever and anything. 
So yeah. she's just all around. Not so, really. you know. Okay. She's still a nerd. Well, <laughs> listen, we uh, we definitely went double over the time. Yeah. And um, and I don't I don't care what you said. I believe we car. didn't bitch. We didn't bitch about it, though. Still not buying an electric That's car. That's all right. You don't have to buy an electric car. It's just wave of the future. You can still ride on the fucking Hindenburg. Dude, There's tickets for sale. It's so cool. And you know what? The Titanic, they got great rooms up top near where the uh, the orchestra's playing. Right, Listen, if play I it. could purchase a blimp, I will buy a blimp. That's like cool as shit. There we go, man. Anyway, Jim, um, I welcome you to drive your electric car. I'm excited about it. I'm gonna, please, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get my electric car. Well, please don't bump into anything, because all I hear is bad things about fires. What do you mean fires? There's like two Teslas that crashed in Miami, and they both like went like boom, instant flames, and killed the people. So what? That's fine. Oh yeah, I'm batteries like, and smartphones are doing the same thing. Yeah, so just, just don't blow up, pocket. okay? Otherwise, drive whatever you want. I'm. You know what? I always said if I'm gonna go, it's gonna be fucking. I'm gonna be blown up. God, why That's would it. you say I would, that? Why not? So you could have your limbs tossed in pieces and have your wife So what? The, when you're dead, you're dead. It doesn't matter. Well, you know what? That is wasteful. That is wasteful because I'm an organ donor. Yeah. I. You know what? I got to get one of those uh, Iron me. Man suits to protect my uh, vital organs. Like right around my torso. And maybe I need special glasses God, to protect imagine my Imagine about all the harmful chemicals when those Teslas go up in flames with the lithium batteries all the chemicals being released into the ozone. Oh, yeah. Nothing worse. There's no there's no fiery car crashes with internal, internal combustion engine. Oh, we've never seen those videos. Big lithium batteries in them. I know. There's never an explosion oh, with vehicles that crash, are there? No, there's explosions. The fire. Yeah. And petroleum. But the chemicals. The chemicals of fuel. The fuel. are a hell of a lot worse. No, but if you get fuel on your heart and your liver and stuff, they're not going to transplant that either. So that's all right. You don't <laughs> you don't quite get the big picture when it comes to that. I like it. I am I so like far your... away from electrical vehicles. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, goodness. you can be. Okay, well, we'd we like to thank to you all for listening. For the extent that we did go very long, and this is especially... Uh, Time for another drink. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, I'm Jim, the Keys bartender. I'd like to thank uh, Jenna Kelly and Tyler Kelly. For um, haranguing me for an hour and twenty-eight minutes. Thank you. We love you, you Jim. Yeah. Bye, uh, everybody. And not anything yeah. like Everglades City. Never. Didn't take a bite, but we got electric vehicles like with the thing. Minutes, How the fuck did that come? I about? know, but I really <laughs> had some cool shit to tell you about Everglades City, but never mind. Well, we could talk about it next time. Okay. We're gonna. Well, actually, I think we're gonna have someone from Everglades City. That would be fabulous. Uh, yeah, was he a crab fisherman? Because that's what... That's where they did. Yes. They had the false bottoms okay, and so, all that shit. Ooh, stay tuned, stay tuned. That one's going to be fun. Okay, are we playing anything right now? No, we're not. Let me get the music on, guys. Uh, hey, listen, if you have that opportunity, if you're still fucking there, <laughs> you assholes. Please. <laughs> no. Go buy a fucking go, electric car. Go get an electric car. No. If leave. You... I, I apologize for calling you assholes. <laughs> but you know what? I think yeah. I lost all our listeners. Leave a review. Leave a leave review. A review. Leave Jim's, a review. About Jim's electric car. No, not about the electric car. On iTunes. That's my opinion. iTunes. That's my opinion. In iTunes. five years, I'll be proven that I'm right. ITunes. I will be proven when I'm right. Spotify. iTunes. Uh, Spotify. Spreaker. iHeartRadio. It doesn't have to be about the podcast. You can drop your review on the electric You can drop it. Yeah. We, you Just know make what? make sure you hit Keys Bartender on Oh, you. 
Oh, man. It's a wave of the future, man. Wave of the future, man. Yeah. Marty McFly, if you're listening. Marty McFly has nothing to do with it. Where's my hoverboard? There's no fucking hoverboard yet. Yeah, there is a hoverboard. Okay, goodbye. I'm turning off the fucking mics. <laughs>